truck and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. Welcome. Happy, happy Friday. Uh, I am not Steve Dace, sadly, as you may have already been able to, to tell. I am Sarah Gonzalez filling in for Steve Dace here with my good friend, Jason Buttrell, who yeah, is not thrilled that he's here right now. <laughs> not thrilled. I've, I've already heard about it this morning. It's because we've been on like this crazy intense schedule of writing these specials and getting them out because there's just way too much news going on. And, and, st- and like really, really important stuff that mm-hmm. like the, the public needs to know about that the media is not covering. So naturally, what? the media is not covering real news. Right? Ooh, I know. Shocking. Crazy. But like this next one, I, I'm just a shame, shameless tease here really quick. Yeah. This next one. And we were just talking about this. I was with Glenn on his show is really going to freak you the heck out. I mean, I'm not. I'm, and that's not hyperbole mm-hmm. at, at all. It's mm-hmm. going to freak you the heck out. And it's crazy how all these people are connected. We started off talking about, you know, the Trump Ukraine story. Yeah. And somehow it led us to just following the different connections on a downward spiral of insanity. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, I probably can't give away too much or I'll be fired after this. I know. I was going to say, you better pump the brakes (laughs) on that one. Well, it's funny because even, you know, I mean, I host a show here on the network and Glenn is even, he's hes telling me the same kind of stuff that you just said. You know, I mean, it is bit, you're not going to believe it. Oh. Um, if they don't, if they don't actually tackle this and someone does something about this, this is, it's going to be insane. And I'm like, well, can you tell me more? Can you tell me more? What is it? What is it? I want to know. And I don't even get to know. I've got, li- I don't even get to know. I want to know now. <laughs> I want, I don't want to wait until everyone else. I seriously, tell me now. I'm so, I'll let you read the script after we leave here. Okay. I'll share you in on okay, it. Okay. Okay. I literally have like the scenes out of a movie. You like where the, where the evil people are like, this is our plan. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, that type of crap we actually it's found actually happening. Now, we're going to play a video of one of the people that was involved in this grand thing. Of this like Hydra esque, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever you want to call it, plan. But he's literally saying to a group of uh, diplomats, where he's talking about how, you know, we're looking for these specific things, and when these things all fall all together at once, when the, the significant disruption and chaos is going to happen, which ultimately leads to, and then this, I kid you not, in the background, there's a PowerPoint slide that says the <laughs> words "power" that he's standing in front of. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Wow, it's not. It's so insane. You know, later in the show, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna allude to a little bit more of this mm-hmm. when we talk about some of the other some of the other stuff in the news. But I'm gonna get around a little bit to that because it, it just it's insane how even this ties into what we're gonna reveal on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, you can call us if you still use those phones for their original intention. It's eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three, or you can tweet us because everyone uses Twitter instead. Uh, I am at Sarah Gonzalez TX. Jason is at Jason Buttrell. Jason, I am a little bit distracted by this woman on Fox News and her amazing blue eyeshadow. I am loving it. I have to say she must get a lot of hatred because every time I wear heavy eyeshadow, everyone on the Internet thinks that it's their business to comment on how I'm doing my makeup. (laughs) Um, Anywho, big news. Really, really big breaking news, you guys. Uh, just reported on, we have already got someone who has said they intend to run for president in 2024. Nikki Haley? Is it Nikki Haley? I wish it was Nikki Haley. It's dang it. I wish it was Nikki Haley. But someone on that level, right? 
Oh, I mean, you could say that. You could say that. Oh, I can't uh, wait to hear. It is someone who is very, very famous. It is someone who is uh, Christian right now. Christian right now. Oh, it's Kanye West. Oh, no. Kanye West. <laughs> oh, finally. Kanye West, Yeezy himself. We've been calling for this and calling for it. Finally. <laughs> finally. He's, fi- he's kept us on pins and needles this entire time. Now, right after he's gotten all this publicity about, you know, being a reformed Christian, he says he's he will never release another rap album in his entire career that is not gospel. He is all about Jesus now. And... Also, he's running for president in 2024. Did, did he also announce an album coming out in 2024? That's that's my thing. That that's my thing. <laughs> that's, is, all, that's always been his, you know, the way he operates. Yeah, he does something really crazy, but it also coincides with, you know, an, a new album just to you know gin up some publicity. That's why I I just don't I don't know that I trust him uh, whenever he says stuff like this. That he has good intentions. Now, I don't want to knock the whole he is now a reformed Christian. I don't want to knock that because I'm not going to. I don't. Who's to say? I don't know if he has now found God. I am happy about that. Um, However, Kanye seems to not always um, believe the same thing he believed like an hour ago. He kind of (laughs) floats around a little bit. So I'm not sure that I'm going to take him for his word quite yet. I'm I'm conflicted on his conversion. Yeah. I hate even saying that because the one thing you should not do, I think, as a Christian is if someone says they've converted and, you know, and, and they're that's their path. I don't think you should ever criticize them. Yeah. I think that you should support them, even if it's a stunt. I think you should re- right. support them yes. and pray for them. Yes. That right at the top should be your goals. Yeah. But he's just made it so difficult because of the... Like when he was all about, you know, all on the on the Trump train. And I don't I never bought that for a second. And that's what you're like, okay, all right, we've got him now talking good things about Trump. But let's just not jump over into his onto his bandwagon quite yet. Let's just pump the brakes a little bit and wait and see what happens. And then sure enough. He kind of backed off of that after a while. Well, yeah. and, And but they got he and his family got what they wanted. I mean, they got what they were going after criminal, criminal justice reform, right. which was they which again, it. I mean, good. It needed to happen. I'm glad that it happened. Yeah, well, and th- exactly. I, I agree. And this is what's so stupid with the left right now. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, you can get whatever you want done. Like the hashtag resist thing has yeah. made it so bad for you that it's it's brought them to this point to where they're doing an impeachment inquiry that it might hurt their chances in the next election. All you have to do is flatter the president. That's all you have to do. You get whatever you want you if do. you just flatter him. Get your hot wife to go in there, you know, and say, hey, how about proposing this? How about we do this? And then boom, it's done. Yeah. Dude, that would work on me. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the least shocking thing that I've ever heard from you? When I become president, you know how to manipulate me. Yeah, there you go. You just got a few protests from Emily Radikowski. Oh my God, here we go. Here and we go. There it goes. Uh, so it is. Yeezy said, that's Kanye West, for those of you who are not familiar with the uh, his his rap name, I guess. He said that he There's said, no oh, I am, I'm not going to run for president. I'll walk. And then he also said that he is considering clever. Ch- changing, clever. yeah, changing his name to like legally changing his name to 
Christian genius billionaire Kanye West. <laughs> nope, can't you gotta do it. love it. I've already registered that name. Uh, have you? Yeah, and do it right now. I, I know, right? <laughs> How pissed would he be? Yeah, he'll just have to be Junior or the second. Of course, you can't. I mean, you can have the same name as someone else, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, let's let's. Get I mean, my go- husband's name is Stephen Smith. I think there's ten million. That's never been used ever. Uh, yeah, ten million <laughs> other Stephen Smiths in the world. So you kind of have to say somehow trade if you can somehow trademark it. But someone go out right now and register that domain the, name. The website, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be worth so much money, actually. Okay, uh, oh, we gotta take a break we're, right we're now. Break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on, we'll be right back. We gotta register something. Can we play some uh, music or something to fill the time? He's literally, we, uh, he is literally the parody of this that South Park did of him. He is actually that. Like, you remember that? I don't know. Did you see that one where they were like, they had that joke and he was the only one that couldn't get the joke? Like, everyone else. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, I don't get it. I'm I'm a genius and I'm a rap god. You know, like, he's like, why don't I get this joke? He, so funny. His opinion of himself is pretty dang hilarious. It really is. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so, speaking of 2024. There are yeah. a couple people, well, a couple people. I've been hearing from a couple different groups. Now, I'm not saying I'm on board with this, but a bunch of people want Don Jr. to run in 2024. I'm not sure that would be the best uh, the best thing to happen. But did you see him on The View yesterday? Oh, yes. So good. Which it, part? Well, I mean, I, the there was entire like, thing really was the entire just... Thing. Fire. It was amazing. I mean, first of all, you got to give him props for even going on the show. I was going to say the same thing. Like, can you imagine that in reverse? I don't know. No. They would never do that. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Never. No. But there, but, but but let's be real. There would never be a conservative who would talk doubt, show. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying yeah. on a major mainstream. Well, um, that's fair. That there, you would never find that to begin with. Yeah. But even still, happen. they would never. They wouldn't dare go near there. No, no, they wouldn't. Um, and I mean, I, I had to think about it. If I was ever to the point where I was invited to be on The View, I don't know. I mean, do, do you go? I don't know that I would want to subject myself to that because you know when they invite someone like Don Jr. or, you know, you or me or whoever, Glenn even, I know he's been on, you know what they're trying to do, sure. right? Like they're setting you up to look like an idiot. They're setting you up so that they can railroad you oh, yeah. and bombard you. So, I mean, you got to be really, really confident in sticking to your message. You've got to know exactly what your message is going into it. For sure. But how many times have you want, have you like sat back and watched a panel like on MSNBC or whatever? Yeah. You know, saying their stupid crap and you're like, oh, I wish I was there. Yeah. Or like one of the Democratic, the last Democrat debate, I was like, oh, I want to be there yeah. so badly because they weren't challenging each other. They were saying the same crap, and I've I've talked to other conservative like uh, pundits or uh, analysts that have gone on some of these shows, specifically like CNN. Yeah. And this person told me he said this is what they do to you. He goes, "You'll be the only conservative there. You'll be the only one that has a different opinion as them." And they'll go around the room, giving everybody time, and then they'll finally get to you at the end. Mm-hmm. You'll literally will only have about you know a minute and a half to get what you want to say out. But they will interrupt you right yes. when you start, yes. specifically so they can dogpile, yep. so that you look stupid closing out the end of the show. Yeah, he's like, I'll never go on one of those shows again. Yeah, it's just pointless. I mean, you got to know that they're setting you up for failure. <laughs> so I don't even know that I would have the courage to do that. And I mean, I'm confident in my message. I'm confident in what I believe in. But 
you just don't know what to expect from, you know, the gotchas that they're trying to to pull over on you. Um, and, and I think <laughs> I think the greatest example that you can use to to just show this is what they wanted to begin with. They don't respect him. They don't they didn't want him to spread his message. They I don't even think they asked him one single question about his book, which was why he was even on the show was to he just have he has a new book out called Triggered. And he was on the show to talk about it. Well, they were so triggered, they couldn't even ask him about the book. Um, but, you know, which for that right there is funny because they didn't even realize that they were doing exactly what he described in his book. I know. I'm like, this is the perfect, perfect. sales pitch perfect. for his book. See what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I think like the greatest example before he even came out was when Whoopi was introducing him. She didn't, she couldn't say his freaking name. She wouldn't even say his name. She wouldn't say the name of President Trump. Uh, let's watch Whoopi Goldberg really awkwardly introducing Donald Trump Jr. We always have one goal in mind to engage in passionate, hopefully productive conversation. Oh, and with yeah. all of that in mind, mm-hmm. please welcome the son of the gentleman <laughs> in the White House. <laughs> DJT. <laughs> okay, okay. I want I want to play that one more time. And Jason, I want you to listen. In I want background. you to listen very carefully okay. in the background to Joy Behar saying, "Don't say his name." Shut up! No, I didn't. she me, says it. Don't there. say his name. Listen. We always have one goal in mind: to engage in passionate, hopefully productive conversation. And with all of that in mind, please welcome the son of the gentleman. <laughs> In the White House. <laughs> oh, yeah, she whispered. Yeah. Don't say his name. Don't say his name. Don't say Why his name. Why would you say oh, that? Yeah, you really want a passionate and productive conversation with someone whose name you refuse to say. I totally buy that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was really what you wanted from the get-go, Whoopi. A productive conversation with someone you respect so little you won't even say his name. So the interesting thing about that is, like, if that was more of a just to get the crowd riled up or on your side or whatever, get them cheering, she would have said that out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she would have made it. But that was more like a under-the-table, you know, like, whisper, like, almost like, remember what we agreed on before? Exactly. But, like, I guess... Well, they, right, and, and then, and I'm sorry, what, you've worked in the industry, like, so little time that you don't understand that you're mic'd and it's still going to pick up on your mic. Like, do, do, are you familiar with how technology works? Right. Like if you're whispering and you're wearing a mic, we're still going to hear you, moron. Joy is such a toolbox. I and, know. And I don't like, I didn't, I don't even know who, before she got on The View, I had never heard of her. I, 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 I hadn't either. Someone, point, call, someone called her, from. someone, okay, we should look into that. I have no idea. I guess I don't really care enough to look. I'm, I'm just kidding about looking into it. But... <laughs> Someone referred to her and Whoopi both as comedians. And I was like, if Joy Behar is a comedian. Is that what she was? Comedy is just dead. I don't, I can't imagine that she was. I've never heard her say uh. one single thing that was supposed to be funny. I've heard her say many things that were unintentionally funny because she's an idiot. But I haven't heard her say anything that like was supposed to be a joke. Yes. Um, she, yeah. This is how Wiki, how they describe her as an American comedian, whatever writer and actress Isn't that bizarre yeah i don't know like she's got to be the worst comedian in the entire world if she's supposed to be a comedian I, I mean i can't even stand the sound of her voice she was on current tv in 2012 i don't know uh, i why, why so okay so you would think they'd have somebody bigger on the view like i don't know why i mean she would you though over. at this point 
in the views in the views career at this point. I don't even, I don't even understand how it's still on television. I don't really either. I don't. You know what's funny about Joy is for the longest time I was like, why is Bette Midler on the View? <laughs> For the longest time. I actually thought that was Bette Midler. You misogynistic, <laughs> racist, <laughs> what female phobic, all all of the intersectionality things. All of them. I can't believe you. <laughs> but am I am I wrong? She looks exactly like Bette Midler. She no, she really does. What's, I I do get them confused. Sometimes. And what's funny too is I uh, you, as you know, I worked out in Hollywood for the longest time. Oh, like, I thought you, you were going to say that you worked out. I was like, did you? Uh, well, way back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like they literally, uh, those like those chicks and probably to some degree even the men, but the, but the women, they all go to the same places to get their plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. They go to like these little resorts. If you think that they're like, oh, they're, they're so great they're because on vacation. They, yeah, they don't go uh, get plastic surgery. Yeah, no, they, they all, all do. do. They all do because I help smuggle a lot of them into these uh, places very secretly and quietly. Mm-hmm. But they all end up looking the same, especially once they pass a certain age because they're getting like the chemical peels and the facelifts and all that stuff. You can't tell them apart. It's re- it's sad, but it's hilarious. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe that's my that's my excuse for thinking Joy Bear was Bette Midler. Uh, <laughs> okay, whatever, sexist. <laughs> so it, the, the fun just started there when Whoopi introduced Donald Jr. Because um, Don Jr. came prepared. You know, I said earlier I respected the fact that he chose to go on The View. Um, and I actually, I did a video about this. I'm going to... Since Jason gave his plug, I'm going to give my own plug here. <laughs> uh, if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, you're missing out on this video. You got to go to YouTube. It's Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. Um, go there and subscribe so that you don't miss my videos. But it's I, sweeping I, the nation. It is. It is. Thank you for pointing that Word out, is Jason. Out on the street. Thank you. <laughs> not many people know this, but it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> uh, so you know, Whoopi introduced him. He came out. He came out very prepared. They, of course, immediately started attacking him for all of the terrible, awful, evil, mean things that orange man bad Donald Trump has ever said or done. And Don Jr. tried to be reasonable. He tried to say, "Okay, we've all done things in our lives that we're probably not the proudest of. You know, I I mean, I don't understand why you've got to take every single thing that he's ever done and make it sound like that makes him evil today. Uh, He tried to reason with them. And they just, they couldn't handle it. So he started to turn the tables a little bit and bring up some of their shady past, shady history. Let's listen to uh, what he brought up to good old Joy and Whoopi there on The View yesterday. That's what Megan is talking about. She's talking about lowering the discourse to his level, which is horrible for this country. Even if people are working, we don't want to have a country like that. Do you understand that? We've all all done things. We've all done things that we regret. I mean, if we're talking about bringing the discourse down, Joy, you've worn blackface. Whoopi, no, you I said that Roman I'm Polanski. Sorry, I'm sorry, and don't you, if you, you said do that it. Roman Polanski, it wasn't rape, rape when he raped a child. So let's Ooh. talk about okay. so, yeah, no, let's things. talk Come about on, this. So fair. you want to bring this up? The yeah. question came up. I did not about, go in blackface, please. No, she was not in blackface. Thank you. I did not. Sorry. Listen, being black, I recognize blackface. This oh. I can say. Okay. Oh, because oh. that makes your eyesight any better? Yes, yes. What? Apparently only black people can see all the shades and gradients of the color black. Apparently that's the case. You can't be trusted, Jason. You whitey over here, okay? Whitey McWhiterson, you can't be trusted to see when someone has darkened their face. All right? 
But Whoopi here uh, is is here to tell you, is here to black explain to you when someone has has done blackface. Oh my it's gosh, unbelievable! Man. It's unbelievable. She like, look at all all the people that have come out. Like if 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 this was a conservative, anybody on the right, whatever. If if you didn't have you know a D next to your name, they would they would drive you into the dirt. Yeah. for doing this. Yeah. You can see the picture. The pictures are out there that, I mean, she's clearly in blackface. Well, we've got, Uh, so we've got the clip. Not only is she clearly in blackface and the pictures are out there, they put it on the freaking show and talked about it. Watch. Is that you, Joy? Oh, you know, this picture. Joy, is that you? Joy, that is you? Joy, are you black? No, I know. So sad. I was... Joy. I was so cute. Joy. How cute I was. Look, she's like, <laughs> are you my auntie, Joy? No. <laughs> You're wearing blackface. <laughs> that is me. My word. What, what year is a circle? I what? was 29. It was a Halloween party. I went as a beautiful African woman. Uh, okay. Oh, that's, uh, that's how you describe it? That's <laughs> No, it's not blackface, but I went as a beautiful, beautiful African, African woman. Oh my gosh. So you darkened your, your whole entire face and body to go as a beautiful white African Woman, when, when was that? When, when was that clip? I mean, hello. That was from earlier this year, I believe. Oh my gosh, it was from February. So notice, how, notice how uh, Raven Simone reacted right there. Yeah, like, because she's like, "That's blackface, girl." And she, but she literally did not care because it was joy. You know what I mean? Yeah. She didn't. She didn't give a crap. But imagine if it was like Ivanka Trump. You know, if at Ivanka a party Trump and got caught. Ever- oh my gosh. Maybe calling for her to be removed from the administration. Yes, and you wouldn't believe, after I did this video on this yesterday, you would not believe the the, the people on the left who are, they're just like Whoopi. They're giving her a pass and they're saying, that's not blackface, okay? That's just, that's just tan. Or it doesn't count if she's darkening her skin because she was doing it to play a beautiful African. <laughs> I mean, legitimately, these are the things that they're telling me. And I'm like, that's really racist. That's Do you insane. know that that's really racist? And then, of course, telling me I'm white explaining to them about what. Co- and, and I had one person say, oh, I'm black. You can't tell me what to be offended by and what not to be offended by. I'm the one who knows. And I'm like, you're kind of proving my point here. Right. And- if you set a standard, this is the standard that you set. This is the standard that the left set is that no one is allowed to have darkened their face 20, 30, 40 years ago, because now we've determined that that is insanely offensive and racist, even if it was for good intentions, which Megyn Kelly pointed out I'm glad you and got in out. trouble yeah. for that. I'm glad you point that out, because we're not saying what she did was probably, I, I highly doubt she did that for racist reasons. No, she I, she wanted to look like a beautiful African woman. She said it, but totally that's believe not that. allowed today. Yeah. And they're the ones who tell us that. Right. It's, it's the hypocrisy that's so ridiculous. Every single person that's been forgiven for this lately has been a high profile Democrat if Miss Joy Bette Midler Bear is considered a high profile Democrat but uh, it, you know we've got a Democrat governor in Virginia that was given a pass we then we get who was uh, just reelected just reelected they didn't so no they didn't this they didn't give a crap about this no uh, ju- and oh and Justin by the way Trudeau. and by the way yeah Justin Trudeau as well and both of those men they I mean they were painted black 
right? So you can't use the excuse. Well, they, if, if you just darken your skin a little bit, that doesn't count as blackface, which again is pretty racist yeah. to, to act like, oh, well, the light-skinned African-Americans don't count. It's just the, the really dark ones oh. that, that we're worried about. Yeah, and let's separate the, <laughs> the, like the Joy case from the, from what's his name, Northam or whatever, yeah. fr- from him and Trudeau. I actually think Northam and Trudeau did this because they were doing it for a racist reason. Wow. Like if you say, oh yeah, That's nobody old. stands next to a KKK guy in a KKK outfit because it's you know purely, I don't know, like good intentions. No, that that was bullcrap right yeah. there. And then Justin Trudeau, have you seen like the full shots of some of the pictures where he was in blackface? Yeah, they are highly offensive. <laughs> like he was, he, even if he was just like trying to be a comedian. And but if, was it offensive then? That I don't know, man. That's my question. It looked like it. That because like. because I always like to try to keep it in context that like something that is offensive to us now maybe wasn't offensive then, right? Like slavery we know now was absolutely terrible and should never have happened, but it was the norm back then, so they wouldn't have known any better. It was the global norm, right? Yeah, they w- no one back then would have known any better, um, I, because it was the norm. Yeah. So I feel like we have. To, I mean, we can say. Okay, something right now is very, very offensive and should not be done. But I like to at least try well, to think about whether or not it would have been. I don't think super s- offensive back then. In Trudeau's case, it wasn't that long ago, right? No, it wasn't. It, no, it wasn't that long ago. He's basically what? How old is he? Like fifteen? So it was probably like a couple <laughs> years ago when he did that. But um, no, he was like he was overemphasizing stereotypes about black people in his in his picture. And so I don't. I think it doesn't matter what uh, what what era that that's in. That that was just yeah. I think I think it was racist what he yeah. did. And every, anyone that was looking at it thought the same thing. But guess what? He he's a liberal, so they just didn't care. So they just reelected him. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like they, it's just, it's, it's the the double standard is so ridiculous. Which you know now that they've reelected him, and now that they've flipped both chambers of uh, their state legislature, their Ralph Northam has already said he's. He's ready to push the gun control. Oh, ready to push the gun control, which obviously will, you know, fly right through with Democrats in the House and can the we, Senate. Can so. we put that photo back up of Joy in the uh, in the blackface? Because oh, I ju- I just noticed something. What? Um, I I, I, I needed to look at it one more time before I make my my final. Yeah, she was kind of the hotness back then. Oh no, right? Jason, what is so, wrong with you? I don't you? know. Like I looked at it, I was like. Dang, like I have you heard her talk? <laughs> I, the no, minute she opens her mouth, you gotta run the other way because it's so obnoxious. I wouldn't be able to speak to okay. her. Okay. But, but I'm I'm feeling the hot vibe on there. So I guess she wasn't always a wildebeest, which she is now. <laughs> it's impressive. Not bad, Joy. Wow. You go, girl. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh yeah. So I just, you know, the the hypocrisy. Of the left, it just it never ceases to amaze me. No, but it shows you that they don't. It's not. It's because they don't really care. They don't. They, they don't, don't actually believe it. No, and that's what I was finding from the comments that I was going through last night. Is just like none of you actually believe this bullcrap that you're spewing. None of you believe it because if you actually believed it and you were truly passionate about it, no one would get a pass. Yeah, I. Uh, it's it's th- that this is what they do to weaponize votes. It's just it's just a, it's a grand scheme to buy votes. The they've become known really ever since LBJ as the you know the champions for minorities. Mm-hmm. They don't give a crap about minorities. No. Now they became the champions of immigration. They don't give a crap about immigrants. Democrats never cared about immigrants before the birth of the welfare state. 
That's an absolute fact. And why? Because it overinflated the system they were building. Gave, gave, it was more resources, which is what people are to them, just resources, more bodies to overinflate what the programs that they were building, to continue to fuel them, to get more people you know, dependent on that. That's what it was all about. That's what universal health care is about. Yep. They don't care if everyone has health care. Right. They just want people dependent on their system. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, and talking about the healthcare aspect of it, it's like I, you guys, if you guys cared about insuring people and making sure people had access to health care, I guess you probably would have done something that helped that from the get-go with the last policy that you just enacted, right? Like that didn't, that didn't give, you know, that didn't work. That's not helping people. I have so many clients who, um, who tried to, to look on the exchange for the, you know, the health plans. And they're like, this is the healthcare.gov price. Yeah. I can't afford this. I think that was manufactured I mean, they didn't, from the get go. Yeah. It, so you really think that, that they, Obama, here's what, here's what I have a hard time swallowing. Obama is so, his ego is so important to him. Did he really know that his policy, his legacy that he was leaving behind with his name on it was going to be the failure that they pointed to in order to enact Medicare for all? Uh, that, that's a good question. I think they were probably looking at two scenarios. One, it's, it's it works. And the other scenario is it doesn't work and it becomes the stepping stone to finally get what we really want. Either mm. or, I think they thought would win. But bar none, the people that repeal this will be Democrats to get, you know, Medicare for all of you. Oh, they'll good. Oh, oh, now they know better. Yeah. Now they know better. Now they'll get it right. Last time, it was just a practice. <laughs> Not Steve Dace. Psych! <laughs> Joke's on you, suckas. It's uh, Sarah Gonzalez here filling in for Steve Dace with Jason Buttrell, my good friend and chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program. Jason Buttrell, you can call us. You can uh, you can tweet at us. We are, what, what did we decide? What did you guys decide, audience, is our official hashtag? Because I feel like half of you say the replacements, hashtag the replacements, and half of you say the fill-ins. <laughs> I I like the fill-ins. Yeah. I like the fill-ins. It's a little bit more self-deprecating. Yeah, and there was a movie I think, The Replacements with Keanu Reeves. I don't want to get I don't want people to mistake me for Keanu Reeves, although that's very easy to do. I totally get that. <laughs> but um fill-ins just how, in, how, you, just, you get it a lot in your life. <laughs> like all the time. Hey, like, Keanu. Oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry, sir. <laughs> I didn't mean to uh the, the paparazzi can be brutal. They can. Absolutely brutal. Well, you did live in Hollywood for a while, so you would know. <laughs> Uh, you know, we were talking about the um, the the left and how they don't really believe all of these things, the things that they're saying. They don't really believe that blackface is offensive. They don't really believe that, you know, they don't the extremes that they go to. They don't actually believe and uh, want to run another another good example of that by you. But first, I want to uh, want to tell you about real estates. I dot com because. You know what? Interest rates are low. All right. And uh, if you've been looking at, uh, I don't know, maybe I should get a new home right now while the interest rates are so low because it's going to go back up. It's it's just kind of a, a pendulum swing and we know it's going to go back up at some point. So if you are 
about to be looking for a new home, buying or selling, whatever the case may be, you got to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. My husband and I actually just did this because we are one of the people who was like, hey, maybe we should look at moving right now while the interest rates are super good. Um, We went through realestateagentsitrust.com. I said, this will be a really good test because I advertise for them. You know, I want to see how they do. It was off hours, you guys. It was like eight o'clock at night and we had someone call us within 10 minutes. It was that good. And he is an expert. He's already met with us. These are the people who are the experts in these neighborhoods. They are the people who do it full time. They are going to get you into the best fit for you and your family. Yes, Jason. Okay, yes. so that is so annoying <laughs> because every time I've used something else. Y'all didn't see Jason. Before, he was like, oh, 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 me, me, me. Call Sarah, on me. Call on me. From what you just said, the neighborhood. Like, you'll, like, you'll look through yes. all these. You'll be like, oh, I love this house. And so you contact the agent that's like a, you know, like on Zillow or whatever that's like associated with it. Yeah. And then you'll be like, oh, can you show us other neighborhood, you know, other houses in the neighborhood? Like, oh, well, I don't really know the neighborhood. And right. they take you all over to like places that don't like, I mean, this is, no, this is not what I'm looking for. Exactly. So irritating. Well, and most of these real estate agents, um, they're often listeners, they're viewers of Blaze Network, of Glenn Beck, because this is Glenn Beck's company. So they're going to share your values. You're going to be, you're not going to have to tell them, hey, I don't want the neighborhood with like the the crackheads next door. I don't want (laughs) to live next to drug dealers. I want to live in a nice family area where I can raise my kids. They're going to know the area that you need to be in. I don't want to live next to a bunch of George Soros donators. That's can, also can true. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can be able to help true. with that. <laughs> All of these real estate agents will be like, I got it. I, got I know what you're saying. Got you. I've got you covered. <laughs> Realestateagentsitrust.com. You can go there. It is realestateagentsitrust.com. So, uh, you know, talking about how the left is just completely, completely, uh, you know, lacking in any type of morals, in any type of like objective principles. Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana um, just went out the other day. I think he was doing he was doing a rally. He was with President Trump, I believe. He called Nancy Pelosi stupid. Whatever. It was rude. Let's let's watch it really quickly. We've come to expect intense partisanship at Trump rallies. But last night in Louisiana, that partisanship took a nasty personal turn. And the person spouting the insults was not the president. It was Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. And you know what our Democratic friends have done for him? Oh, I love him. Just off his accent. <laughs> Speaker Nancy Pelosi is trying to impeach him. disrespect but but it must suck to be that dumb (laughs) (laughs) oh brooke not amused it's not just what he said listen to the cheers so that young boy in between the two of them standing behind them i think we all know uh we're really living in in partisan times but this is a sitting Mm. u.s senator Mm -hmm. disrespecting the speaker of the house Mm -hmm. the person who is third in line to the presidency and the Mm -hmm. most powerful woman in our government Mm. mr senator you don't have to agree with speaker pelosi but you should respect her oh oh okay (laughs) right so that's the first time we've ever heard a lawmaker criticize and personally insult someone else in government, right? Right? Because we've never heard the Democrats constantly criticizing President Trump. Are, I'm sorry. 
Is that now it's off? It's off bound. It's off bounds. We can't. We cannot criticize someone because they hold office. Is that what? Is that what it is now? Is that the bar that we're setting? Um, but it wasn't just uh, just Brooke Baldwin's reaction. There was a there was a lady on MSNBC. Um, I think her last name is Maxwell. But I found myself in Twitter hell yesterday because I dared respond to something that she tweeted that I genuinely I did not mean any disrespect and I'm not saying this like John Kennedy who said I don't mean to be disrespectful but but I'm gonna be disrespectful <laughs> like, that's such a cop out I know. we know you were trying to be disrespectful <laughs> and again I, should he have called her dumb probably not the most professional thing to do but this lady on MSNBC said cool cool so casual misogyny is just cool <laughs> and I was like that's not do you understand what that word actually means? That's not misogyny. He didn't say it because she was a woman. He said it because she he thinks she's dumb. And now we've got the left who just wants to just assign. Like, you know, Joy Behar apparently gets a free pass. But anyone else who dresses up and darkens their skin is super racist because it's black-faced. Anyone who criticizes a woman very misogynistic and sexist because they dare criticize a woman. They don't believe any of this. Yeah. And I tried to have a reasonable conversation. And I even said, I said, I'm not saying he he's not a jerk, but you can be a jerk without being a misogynist. I, I'm not immune. Trust me. I get criticism from the left all the freaking time. I'm not immune to criticism because I'm a woman. Yeah. And neither is Nancy Pelosi. So what... Uh, are there no women who are dumb in the world? Is that what we're saying now? You can't say that some women have low intelligence because our vaginas shield us from any sort of criticism. Yeah, it's now, insane. It's, it's it's absolutely insane, and it's just, it's it's their typical tactics of trying to increase the victim status of the person that was getting attacked. Yeah, and if they can mold that into one of their you know you know you know dog leading or horse leading uh you know uh, uh you know issue issues. Then that's what they're going to do. It's absolutely insane. It's the same thing they did. They're doing with like George Soros. So George Soros is, is an atheist, happens to be a Jew. Now, if you point out the fact that he <laughs> exactly. does any, all these things around the world, exactly. you're an anti semite. Yes. They actually called my boss, Glenn Beck, <laughs> an anti semite because of what he says about George Soros, which is absolutely insane because he's received the Israel oh you know, Medal of Freedom. By the prime minister in Israel. Yeah, but other than I, that, what proof do you have, oh my Jason? Gosh. Okay, uh, I mean he, Glenn and Ben Shapiro. Yeah, and Ben bunch of anti semites. They'll call him an alt left while he's like basically while he has alt right. He's not hiding the fact that he's Jewish. Right. He's basically got lights around the what do you call that thing on on the yarmulke on his yeah, yarmulke. yarmulke. What the heck? I mean, did you? By the way, did you see his uh, conference? What was that? Just a couple of days ago, where he was addressing. All of the with the flyers that they made. Yes. Yes. That was so great. Yeah. And I loved how he helped separate, you know, like alt right has nothing to do with conservatism. Mm -hmm. It was just so good. Mm -hmm. But it's not like any it's not like, you know, rationalizing this stuff to these people. Well, it's just like what they did to Tulsi Gabbard on The View. We talked about The View earlier. Did you see when she was on The View and uh, Joy Behar, which, by the way, they were completely disrespectful to her. Someone who has served our country and they're going to, you know, yeah, I called you a useful idiot, but I said useful. <laughs> what, a nice what a comedian, Bette Midler. <laughs> yeah, she said it to her face. Um, but uh, no, but they were talking to uh, to Tulsi and they did the same thing to her. They were like, oh, 
well, Richard Spencer says that he might vote for you. And, you know, so? David Duke says that that they like you. So I don't get associated with those people. It's like, so? That doesn't mean that she's a white supremacist. Like, she can't help that they like her. She, it's not like she's off spouting all of these white supremacist views. It's just the conflation that they do is just mind-boggling how they jump from A to Z. Yeah. Well, they're they're clearly out to trash Tulsi because she's one of those like she's like she's like Trump in the sense yes, of break yes. the system, yep. break the way it's been done, yep. And that is terrifying to those people. So, but let's you know, what, let me go on get on a soapbox here really quick about Uh-oh. Tulsi Gabbard. Uh oh, because Tulsi Gabbard is a lot of people on the right have been saying, well, that's somebody I could vote for. And like, why? Why is that someone you could vote for? Is is her story impressive? Yes. Yes. Um, th- that she, you know, she she enlisted in I think it was the army or national guard or whatever. Went to Iraq to fight. Um, these are all very impressive things. Then she like she, while she was in the military, she became I think the youngest congresswoman in like Hawaiian history or something like that. As a kid, That's great in yeah. her tw- early twenties, and then she got a commission. Uh, I, maybe even a fi- I don't know if it was a field commission, but whatever. But she made the jump from enlistment to officer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing. She did yeah. some amazing things. But let's not pretend that she's not a hardcore progressive. Let's not pretend that. I heard people, what's that guy on YouTube? Uh, uh, Tim Pool. Yeah. I heard Tim Pool, and, and I'm a fan of Tim Pool. Uh, he does some really good stuff. But he always says that he's like this moderate, he's this centrist, which I think is great because there's not a whole lot of them out there anymore. Right. And he's like, and so because of that, I'm going for Tulsi Gabbard. I was like, what do you mean? Like, she is not a moderate in the sense that no. Joe Biden's not a moderate. No. In fact, she might be even more lefty than Joe Biden is. She's, she was. She worked with Senator Sanders she, when he she, was campaigning. She went to lead his campaign. <laughs> be, like, after she turned, she stepped down from a high-level position within the DNC, uh, DNC, uh, DNC. How many times did I say DNC? DNC, right there? D- DNC, <laughs> d- DNC. D- like no, no, song. D- no. Your 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 app is not functioning. You know, uh, not functioning. It's just Jason. If we had like some, you know, like yeah. the turntables the, the, in the background, the, 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 the DNC. Into a song. Um, yeah, she stepped down from that position to go work with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, she's on the progressive caucus, trying to get him elected. Last time, so she's no she's moderate. Not a moderate. She's not a moderate. But Jason, you didn't see the. You didn't see them on the View attack her like that no okay all right i think we have it let's let's play it right now because jason i want to i want you to see how incredibly disrespectful they were to her after she came on and she was very calm and basically just called them out for their own words watch i want to start with something that i think is also important uh, about facts She's hot. because recently she on is. your show here uh, I was just going to get to that good yeah. <laughs> helping you out you want me to ask you the um, yeah, no and, look and some of you have accused me of being a, uh, a traitor to my country a Russian asset a Trojan horse uh, or a useful, we haven't accused you a useful it. idiot I think was the well, term useful. that you used which basically means that I'm uh, naive or, or lack intelligence to term. know what's going they on they use that I want to let I want to let your viewers know exactly who I am. All right. Set the record straight. I am a patriot. I love our country. I am a strong and intelligent woman of color, and I have dedicated almost my entire adult life to protecting the safety, security, and the freedom of all Americans in this country. It was the attacks on 9/11.
yes, we were getting we're getting a little bit far ahead of ourselves. Oh, but, are we? Uh, Franklin Graham finds you refreshing. He doesn't find me refreshing. Uh, Richard Spencer, the white nationalist leader, says he why could vote Franklin for you. Graham? Joy, this is why I mean, you're on, you're on Tucker here. Carlson at least ten times. Why don't you go on this Wallace's this is, show? This is why wow. I'm here because you and other people continue to to spread these innuendos that wow. have nothing to do with who I am. Well, Hillary Clinton is starting to do about to explode. She did you hear who she lumped yeah, Franklin, Franklin Graham. Graham in with? Yeah. I cannot believe I didn't see this. Yeah. I I don't have I've not, I haven't heard people even talk about that. But she just lumped in Franklin Graham with Richard Spencer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and she Oh my uh, god. Franklin Graham finds you refreshing. He doesn't find me refreshing. Oh, really? I wonder why. Because you I wonder done, why. Because you haven't done anything that actually was relevant since she, you sang that song, Wind Beneath My Wing. <laughs> that was the last good thing you did. Let's just forever, forever, forever <laughs> refer to her I as my, Bette Midler. Yeah, I know. I think my goal is to actually get people thinking that's really it, Bette Right, Bette exactly. <laughs> like, guys, don't tweet at us telling us that Jason was wrong. Yeah, okay? don't Okay, you got to understand the joke. All right? <laughs> um, no, but just, they were just so incredibly disrespectful to her. Um, the Russian... But, ju- but, tr- but tr- they just, they conflate literally everything. Literally everything. If you call a woman stupid, you have to be a misogynist. If you, you know, darken your, your, like, someone was like, it's a tan. I'm like, okay, well, if it's a tan, then tanning is blackface, I guess. But it's like everything is conflated to mean something that it doesn't mean. Tulsi is maybe supported by, okay, I get it. Franklin Graham is obviously, that's disgusting that she would lump him in. But trying to say because Tulsi is, is, uh, is supported by Richard Spencer, She's somehow what a white supremacist. They just they conflate everything. Words have absolutely no meaning to the left. Absolutely no meaning. A word can mean whatever the hell you want it to mean as long as you just say that it does. Yeah. Well, I mean, circling back to Kanye. I mean, that's why I think what's so, I guess, attractive about someone like Kanye saying some of these things out publicly that, hey, maybe we're being lied to, you know, by the left. Maybe everything that they've been feeding us, you know, since really since the 1950s, mm. maybe that's maybe all that's just bullcrap. You know what I mean? It's like you're finally getting some people. I think the Blexit movement, I I don't really I don't know. There, I don't I don't know how influential it is right now, but I think that it's definitely got a lot of potential. And especially if if more and more people like high profile people, mm. you know, like, uh, you know, like Kanye Kanye, or, or um, I don't know. I can't think of. Oh, there's like a. What's his name? Uh, there's a there's a black actor that's really good. Is, is it Isaiah, Isaiah Washington. Isaiah Washington. Like people mm-hmm. like him. When you get people like th- those people that are in public. Shout pop out culture, to Isaiah who follows me on Twitter. Does he really? Yeah. I love him. I love Isaiah Washington. I loved him on Grey's Anatomy too. Mm. But yeah, they're great. They're great. But I think more and more people are starting to come out. They're starting to see like, especially like the, because that's a huge part of the left's lie. Yes. In this country is that they care about minorities. Yes, they if you they care about you so much, they want to keep you enslaved uh, to, you know, the government. That's how much they care about you. Exactly. That's what the great society, the LBJ Mm -hmm. great society. I hate LBJ with a passion. I know. That's what that was all about. It's like buying votes. Who was super by racist, by care, the way? Which yeah. was super racist. Yeah, he was. He was a pretty big racist. Good old LBJ. But that's. I mean, the, our welfare system is one of their one of the you know the key cornerstones for their you know 
power grab for their yeah. welfare state. If they lose that, if they lose public opinion on that, they're screwed. Then they'll start losing public opinion for single-payer health care, all that stuff. People will actually start looking into this and saying, wait a minute, you know, our welfare system is the most intrusive, um, degrading, bottomless pit, which you have no intention of helping us get out of. And that's exactly there was a there was a uh, there was a case just the other day. Were we talking about this on News and Why It Matters? I can't remember if we were or not. But there was a case just the other day where uh, a, a woman who was getting checked up on by the welfare system. You know how they do their little mm-hmm. checks. They go in and make oh, sure. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they walked in to check up on her, and um, she like I don't I can't remember how she reacted. She like I, I, maybe she was surprised or something. She ended up getting killed. Yeah, she ended up getting killed. Is I don't. Finally, certain people are coming out and saying, "Look, this is bullcrap." Mm-hmm. I don't know it, it, if you can imagine if Democrats lose their, you know, their momentum on this whole victim mentality. If they if they get called out for things like this, what we're talking about, they are categorically screwed for a long time. They rebranded themselves to this. They did. They Which did. Was a big gamble. Yes, a big gamble at the same time that you have a president who is touting, you know, um, the unemployment numbers, record unemployment numbers for minorities, criminal justice reform that's freed a bunch of African Americans. I mean, it's that's a hard argument to sell at the same time people are like, Yeah, but I'm seeing this with my own eyeballs. That's exactly right. But the left is saying, No, 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 he's a racist. He's a racist. I'm like, but I didn't have a job before, but now I do. It makes no sense. Welcome back. Hour two of the Steve Dace show. I am Sarah Gonzalez here with Jason Buttrell, my good buddy. Yep. Buddy, buddy. Now we're Doberman buddies. I know. Because Jason has a Doberman and oh, I just got one. Which I have a quick little Doberman story. Okay, tell me. So like, I smell like total dog breath this morning <laughs> because my wife thought, so we don't have our early morning meetings on Fridays. Yeah. So my wife thought that I was like sleeping in and I was going to miss the meeting. So oh, no. So when she thinks that, she lets my big girl come in, which we'd never let her in the in the bedroom because she jumps in the bed. You cannot persuade her otherwise. Yeah. And she's too big. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Big dogs lay. I've lay already made the mi- I've like already this. made the mistake of letting her up. I'm like, oh crap! Now she wants up all the time. This is not going to end well. So so she jumps up on the bed, and then she's so huge that I can't pull the covers over my face. She pulls them off. She bites. She gets in her mouth. Pulls them off. <laughs> pins my forehead with her big, huge, ridiculous Doberman paw, and then just commences to licking until Aww. I have no choice but to get up. It's pretty like that That's contrasts with, with my wife's Yorkie, which can't do that. But thinks that she can dig through the covers <laughs> to get to my face to lick me. That's funny. They're both equally annoying. But anyway, that's why I smell like dog. <laughs> that I was wondering what that smell was. So I'm <laughs> glad that you that you cleared that up for us. Uh, you can tweet at us. We are. I've just decided. I'm executive decision. We are hashtag the fill-ins. I am Sarah Gonzalez TX. Jason is at Jason Buttrell. And subscribe to my YouTube channel, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered. Thank you. Go there now and subscribe. I'm not Swing kidding. I'm not kidding. Do it now. Uh, sweeping the nation, you just don't know it yet. <laughs> um, Jason, to start this hour, I just want to just go ahead and um, a couple things. I just housekeeping items that I want to get out of the way. Um, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, and also Eric Charmella is the whistleblower. <laughs> I can't, I can't just, argue with either of those. I just wanted to get that out there. 
You can, apparently, you can't say him. You can't say him. Yeah. Eric Charamella. Um, I kind of wish I had a cool name like that instead of Buttrell. Yeah. They're both equally hard to say, but... Buttrell's not hard to say unless you're Glenn Beck. Unless you're Glenn Beck. <laughs> That's true, very true. I mean, he's only worked with you for how many years? Yeah, like 10, eh, something like that. It's 10 years. One day he'll learn it. Uh, yeah, you can't say it, and the, and the ladies of The View made Donald Trump Jr., so we were just talking about that. They let, they let him know about it. And really, this is what's so funny about the whistleblower, is that everyone knows who it is. Every, like, it, it's, it's been called the worst Did you see Chuck Schumer? Secret. Did you see Chuck Schumer when he was like, I w- if someone knows who it is, I would like it if you, they could come to me and tell me so I can know. I'm shut, shut up. up, Chuck. You know who it is. Totally. Your, your, your party knew who it was before the complaint was even filed. Yeah. So shut up. Yeah, um, yeah but it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. This this thing of, oh, my. I saw I actually saw on Twitter. I think it was yesterday that there was like this campaign, a hashtag that they were going to start reporting everyone that said Eric Tramella's name. Yeah, Patricia gonna... Arquette, I think, started it. That's what it, it was. Yeah. That's what yeah. it was. She, yeah, she said, I'm going to report every single person who tweets the whistleblower's name, Eric Charamella. And people were saying, yeah, they were like, yeah, yeah, we'll get them all in prison. Yeah. For yeah. what? <laughs> For tweeting. For what? Yeah, like, <laughs> we can say this guy's name. Well, but, but, that's, but that is where people don't, they don't understand because they have a media who is telling them it's illegal to, to say, to reveal his identity. There's, and that's not freaking true. There, I know. It there, is illegal for one entity to release the whistleblower's name in certain circumstances. The inspector general. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The rest of us can say his name whenever the hell we want. Eric Charmella. <laughs> freaking sue me. Yeah. They reference the freaking constitution. They say it's unconstitutional <laughs> to out the whistleblower. Like, what constitution are you reading? <laughs> I can guarantee you it's not the real one, Jason. Good God. Look, there is there is something called credibility of a witness. And we are fully, you know, you know, I I guess empowered is there to look anymore? through his background to actually see if he's credible. Mm-hmm. And we've looked through his credit. We have found this this our audience, I'm not sure if the Dace audience um watches Glenn's uh, 5 p.m. show. But you but, should. But you should. Um, but if if you do, you know some of the people that are associated with this guy. Uh, Alexander Chalupa. You know, she was specifically tasked by the DNC to dig up dirt on Donald Trump. And they were and they were tasked with colluding with Ukrainian officials to get it done. Charamella was working with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. That right there. Can it's you just imagine? coincidence. Just Jason, that please. right there. Can, can you imagine a senator being like, so... Um, Right. So <laughs> you personally worked with Biden. You personally worked with Clapper, Brennan. You personally worked with this DNC operative. Um, can you tell us why the hell we're still here? <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, but you're telling us you got no political bias here. <laughs> Is that really the story that you're going to go with? That's a, that's huh. like that's like an let's say like in a murder investigation and you have your star witness it's like, oh, yeah, um, this guy uh, totally uh, hit that girl and made her bleed hard. It was totally him. <laughs> and then they're like, wait a minute. So um, you were just paid a million dollars by this woman to say that. And you've been in a relationship with her for, oh, ever since this happened. <laughs> um, okay, so huh. I'm getting the sense that you might have a dog in this fight. Hmm. Hmm. might not be fully call true. me crazy call me crazy the million but. dollar payment that just ended up in your swiss bank account is a little <laughs> suspicious no <laughs> come on this is ridiculous 
Uh, so, you know, we've got uh, Eric Charamella, whose name you're not allowed to say. Reported. Yeah, yeah. And, well, did you see that the Democrats actually released um, in their in their transcripts, they released these transcripts and forgot to redact the man's name. Yeah. So if you want nice to work. report anyone, Patricia Arquette, maybe you could start with your good friend Adam Schiff because he's the dummy who left the name in there. And if you're on board with helping Democrats do this stuff, just know that they don't care about you. No. They will use and abuse you. We have saw this with Brett Kavanaugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Where's Christine Blasey Ford these days? Exactly. Mm. They don't give a crap about you. They'll out you. Uh, they, they will not be discreet in this. And in the, it's because... the. I don't even think they're meaning to. They just really don't care about you. Mm-hmm. They really don't. You're a tool to them. They're going to use you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this this whole whistleblower thing is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe all these people that are associated with this guy. And this is another plug towards the show on Wednesday, the special. <laughs> 5 p.m. Or no, no. Ugh, seven, you are agonizing, eight Jason, Eastern. with your plugs. <laughs> Go to Sarah Gonzalez <laughs> Unfiltered on YouTube, okay? <laughs> um, how dare you? <laughs> Um, but all these people that are associated with him now, all these people that are coming out in these hearings, um, I, it's, 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 it's a crack up to me because I'll, I'll read about Charmella. I'll read about some of the people that I've, I've uncovered emails where he's talking to people back in 2015, 2016, as all this shadiness in Ukraine was going down. And I'm like, why is Charmella even involved in this? And they're like, oh, who's that person that he just sent that email to? Wait a minute. That sounds familiar. I'll look back and they're in part of the star witnesses that are coming forward to, you know, talk, you know, bad about Trump. I mean, it is yeah. absolutely hilarious how blatant this is. They don't care. And I literally I don't I don't think that they I think they're just trying to get as as much stuff out there that is as damning as, as it may sound. Mm-hmm. But they know that it's got so many holes that it's never going anywhere. I don't at this point, I don't even think that uh, McConnell will even accept it in the Senate. He Which, doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. I have mixed feelings about that, though. I don't know if that's the, a good look because then the Democrats can just keep saying that Republicans are trying to cover up they'll for say all anyway. of Donald Trump's. I know, but... When it gets overturned, they'll say the same exact rhetoric. I know, but the, but at least when it goes to the Senate, there are more facts that can be produced and given to the public because I just don't... I wish that I had... Um, more faith in the American people to not be sheep, but I don't. Now, those of you who are watching and listening right now, you guys are the rarity, okay? You guys are uh, the golden standard here. I know you guys are in the loop. Average American, though, is too stupid and too lazy to do their own actual research. They're just going to listen to MSNBC put Nancy Pelosi on saying, well, Senator McConnell is trying to, is covering up all of, the president has done all of these crimes and Senator McConnell is covering it up. That's you guys the, have to vote him out because Senator McConnell refuses to do his job and he's covering up for a criminal. That definitely seems to be their play is to say, well, look, we, we tr- they say, look, look, we all know this is them talking that we all know the president's dirty. He's done all these things. and needs to go. Um, but the Republicans, regardless of if they, even if they accept it or if they vote it down, are just trying to cover up for them. They refuse yeah. to be the Republican Party. They're now just the party of Trump. And they're just dismissing all this, even though we have all this evidence. That's what, but really, that only plays. That only plays to each other's bases. Yeah. So Trump's base will be like that. That just makes them stronger for them uh, accusing him of this, and their base it makes them stronger. So the end result is more polarization. I guess. I guess the real question is the people that are in the middle. You know, the people that 
And I think this this audience is a large part of that, really. The people that are willing to criticize the president when he does mm-hmm. something wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's people, and on the other side, those same people will say, well, why are you criticizing him on this? Because he did a really good job here. Um, those people are kind of rare. And yeah. luckily, I think we've cornered the marketplace with this yeah. network. Yeah. Um, but we got you guys. The question is, what will they do in, in all of this? When they analyze it all, how will they react? That that Because that the answer to that is if... Trump gets reelected in 2020. That is the answer. Yeah. How are people in flyover country receiving this? Because we know how the people in New York think what they think. We know what the people in California think. Whatever. I mean, I, I can't see how what the, how they would think any differently than they already thought when they decided that the Democrats' crappy rhetoric and identity politics was not what they wanted and they elected Donald Trump. I can't see them changing their minds um, after seeing the spectacle that the Democrats have put on, yeah, and I've seen some people saying, "Well, now that they've, uh, you know, they've seen the trade war and they've and they've seen how how mean he is to people, like that's he, he campaigned on all that stuff." Yeah, he was he right. He campaigned on all of it, and like w- we got it. We already knew he was kind of mean to people, right? <laughs> that's not a <laughs> they surprise. knew it, and they still voted for him. So I don't think that that's going to somehow sway their vote. In 2020. But but polls that are coming out, and this is what's hilarious about a lot of these polls. I can't remember what the latest poll was, but it basically had Trump losing to almost every single candidate. Yeah. Except for Kamala Harris and like Buttigieg or something right. like that. And I was like, okay, so you want us to believe that when you gave Hillary Clinton like a 99% exactly. chance to win up until like a week before the election. Right. No one cares about your stupid freaking polls anymore. You might as well just not even post them. That's Literally. Kind of, that's pretty true. We don't believe them. Yeah. I don't... I really don't know. They, they there's so you much. You should have known not to trust the polls when you guys were crying on election night because <laughs> Donald Trump won. That's the moment you should have decided not to trust the polls anymore. I don't know why I was trusting the polls. I didn't think uh, he was going to win. I didn't I think was... he was either. That's and that's that's the thing. I didn't think he would win either. I didn't cry about it. Obviously, the funniest but... thing on election night for me. There was a lot of funny stuff. If you watch the, you know the. You know, if you watch CNN and how sad they were, people like the Young Turks. Oh, I think I know what you're going to say. That also was Harris. But this is when we were doing it, our our election yeah, coverage. Yeah. And remember we had Leon in there. Yeah. Leon's the, what is, what's his title? Managing, Managing editor. editor of the Blaze. And Leon's always the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. So like, I remember during the election before that with Romney, he would be like, guys, yeah. okay, yeah, Romney's looking good <laughs> now. But once <laughs> these are the counties you have to look out for when they come in, it's not going to be good. Yeah. And it was exactly how he said. Yeah. So he was like, again, we were looking like, at the polls and we were like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> like, wait, that that state went to Trump too. He's like, like, okay, yeah, no, yeah, he's like temperate guy <laughs> member, and then all of a sudden he, he was he was looking at all of his like you know quantum computer polling yeah. stuff, and he was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, what? What? It was like, and he's like, yeah, okay. Um, it was just so great. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Uh, I thought you were gonna say the um, God, what's his name, Ben. What's his name? I think he worked with with the Clinton campaign, and he oh Rhodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's the video of him after they found out that Donald Trump sitting won, on the steps, and he was like legitimately crying yeah. outside. He's just, I don't understand what we did wrong. It's so hilarious, so funny about that. And, and if you think, I mean, there's been a lot of talk like if she's coming back, like yeah. they do not want another repeat of that. I don't, I don't, I can't imagine them ever accepting her back in. I don't know. Uh, well, I know, but she's so out of touch with how. The Democrats feel about her, she could just do it anyway. Just but she would because of her ego. But I mean, think about it. What does she have to lose besides another election? Like she's already lost 
several of them in a row. What's one more? Yeah. What's one more? I mean, at that point, it's like, I'm just going for the trifecta hear of failure. Sc- Want to hear something scary about her? So I, uh, I've i been digging up a bunch of stuff for that special coming up, and I found a video of her talking about some of the things we're going to talk about. And um, she was she, she took a she gave this like hour long speech i think it was at oxford but she kind of laid out the things that liberals have to work for um like right now mm-hmm. and i was i mean she is the poster child for you know the establishment democrat so she's not a centrist but yeah. if you're th- you think yeah. that she would mirror more of a centrist you know she'd be more in tune with like biden or something like right. that um but the things that she said that they had to work on and this is i think this is an in order of the audio that i that i that i found she goes, we have to work on a carbon tax. We have to work on a wealth tax. Yes. We have to work on universal basic income and breaking up the big banks. Who does that sound like? That's Elizabeth mm-hmm. Warren's campaign. Mm-hmm. And she's far left. Mm-hmm. Now that scares the crap out of me thinking like, because she's still plugged in to the establishment. Yeah. So is this just the Democrat platform now? Far left? I, absolutely. I know they believe that anyway. Yeah. But they but before, now they wouldn't right, say it out loud. Right, now they're saying it out loud. Yeah, I think absolutely. Um, Paul on Twitter wants, wants us to know, the 28th Amendment makes it unconstitutional to release the name of a Democratic <laughs> whistleblower. That's funny, Paul. That's really funny. You know, what's funny is, okay, tell tell any millennial that or tell They'd a, be like, anyone oh, Yeah, I know. See, we yeah. told you. <laughs> tell them about the 29th and 30th. <laughs> oh my gosh okay well jason tell us really quickly we're talking about all of this whistleblower stuff the impeachment inquiry there's a kind of an update on that isn't there um well are you talking about with the yovanovich stuff so this is interesting but this i don't think that the the mainstream media has not really taken that angle about the whistleblower Mm -hmm. they're like they're mainly pointing out the fact that uh, so this is the update. So Yovanovitch testified that she was she had been reached out to by a congressional staffer, and whoever questioned her said, "Hey, well, what what happened in this in this little exchange?" And she said that she didn't mail her back, like she didn't she didn't engage in a conversation with her. That was her official testimony under oath. Well, now they found emails, and I think it might have came out on Tucker Carlson's show. I'm yeah. not sure. But um, they came out where she did, in fact, respond and said, yeah, uh, that's right, girl. I want to hook up with that meeting once I get back to D.C. because, you know, I got a little something, something, you know, to talk about. <laughs> and that was not a direct quote, by the way. Oh, it wasn't? <laughs> Shocking. I thought it was. <laughs> um, but um, so she she sent that email, which clearly shows that it, I don't think there's any other way you can say it. She perjured herself in this deposition. Mm-hmm. But also, if you really if you look into what's going on with that, so when this email thing started, it was two days after the whistleblower filed his complaint. Now, after at that point, I don't think anyone knew about it. Like at that point, it would still be within the inspector general's office. So Democrats are not supposed to know even about this yet. This is still being investigated by the inspector general. But what we know mm-hmm. is that Democrats were, had already known about this. Yeah. They had to help to craft this entire narrative. So this congressional staffer who was working uh, uh, in that, you know, along whatever they were doing with the whistleblower, she gives the appearance to me that she was helping craft these stories between the whistleblower, between Yovanovitch, and now every single person that has been testified to come in, all these State Department diplomats, to say, yeah, this is what happened. You know, all of our stories, are, they're all the same. Yeah, they're all the same because you've been working on this since before the claim was even filed by the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, this is look. This is all stuff that's going to come out. These are the things that this whistleblower. He's been there. He's been working with these people since 2014, 15, 16. He was there with these same people since the beginning. Um, Glenn was saying how this guy is going. He's he's not when he if he's outed, he's not you know in danger from from anyone on the right. He's in danger from the left. Yeah. Because if they corner this guy in a deposition and you get like a Jim Jordan really grilling him, mm-hmm. or if a guy ever got to the Senate, if you got, I don't know, who's got, you got like a Ted Cruz, yeah. you know, really grilling this guy, they are going to tear him apart. A reincarnation of Trey Gowdy. Yeah. Oh, man, I missed that. I, I miss know. Trey. I know. Right. That'd be great. Um, but you're going to get either the truth, which will terrify the mm-hmm. Democrats, or you're going to get him lying his butt off. Either or. It's going to be bad. Yeah. So th- that's the entire reason why they're keeping this guy away. They don't. They do not want him. They do not want him outed, which everyone knows who who he is anyway. But they definitely Eric don't Charmella. want him testifying. Eric Charmella. Eric Charmella. Reported, also, Jeffrey Epstein reported, didn't kill reported. himself. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Report me. Report me, Patricia Arquette. Uh, we're talking about uh, you know mainstream media and what they choose to report on and what they don't choose to report on. Let's talk about Megan Kelly. I love her. Who is me too. Like po- uh, uh, a political reporter idol, Megan Kelly. Um, she's, I think she's making a comeback, Jason. You, you should be very, very excited to hear this. So she just announced on Twitter. She said, hey, you guys, I just made this Instagram. Um, you should probably uh, follow it. Um, and she said on her Instagram, when you go, go, everyone go look at it. It's so great. But she says on this video, she says that, um, she actually conducted an interview with the employee who was just fired from CBS because they leaked all of that, the bombshell story about Amy Robach over at ABC saying, yeah, ABC quashed our, uh, our Jeffrey Epstein story. I had all of this three years ago, three years ago, I had it. And ABC didn't let me run it. Well, the staffer who leaked that video that we all saw from Project Veritas, the staffer who leaked that video went on to CBS. ABC called up CBS because apparently they don't care about uh, keeping whistleblowers' identities anonymous whenever it affects their kind. So they called CBS and they're like, hey, guys, uh, that whistleblower who uh, blew us all up, they, uh, they work for you now. And CBS fired that employee. Megan Kelly is now teasing that she just did an interview with this person. She said, have you been following this story about the Amy Robach hot mic moment at ABC? Um, well, uh, you know, she was caught talking about it. The employee who sort of marked that clip in the system and then moved on to CBS got fired this week. Well, we just sat down with her in an exclusive interview. We got the full story. And I think you're going to be fascinated by it. Is wow. Megan Kelly coming back? I think I don't. In my mind, she was never gone. I mean, I, I mean, she was gone. Yeah, she wasn't. She but wasn't not in my mind. Uh, <laughs> you, I swear. Okay, who is more girl crazy, a sixteen-year-old boy or Jason Buttrell? Isn't she like the hottest? She really hot? is. And you know what else? She is one of the few women who I think can pull off the sh- the short haircut. Yeah. Right. Like she still looks super sure. sexy with it. I would never dream of doing something like that because I just don't think it would look good on me. On some women, it just looks really hot. 
She, I mean, she, she is so hot and she is so intelligent, which I think yes. even goes up times yes. a million of her hotness. And she's objective too, right? Like she's not afraid to ask the tough questions no matter what side you're on, oh, I think. Can I, can I show you something really quick? Oh, show me. Well, I don't know. Is it? You were just bragging about Isaiah Washington, which is awesome. Yeah. It's totally PG. Okay. Um, you, about Isaiah Washington and he follows you on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stand up for a second, guys. So hang on a second. Oh, okay. What am Tell I? What's that sense? What? <laughs> Megan Kelly follows you? Yeah, dude. Isn't that crazy? No way. I know, right? How did you do that? I mean, I'm kind of a big deal. Do you know what? <laughs> Shut up, Jason. Do you know what tweet it was that like made her follow you? She's not following me. <laughs> I love looking at your face right there. Everyone tweet at Megan Kelly and explain to her that she's made a huge mistake following Jason and not me. Okay, so I know exactly when it happened. So I, I, I mean, I posted a pic where I was on the beach. Oh my shirt God. was off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> No, just kidding. So I, I I did a I did a tweet. Remember, I was like when I was like really laying into that New York Times writer that wrote that story on John Walker Lind. Yes, and that was that full yes. Like, thread. Yes, she followed then. So. Wow, I know that was like the highlight. I was like, I quit. Like that's impressive. I retire from life. You know, Megan Kelly just followed me on Twitter. That is so impressive, and also really sad that this is 2019 <laughs> that know, we're like right? geeking out over someone who follows you on Twitter. Totally, so has stupid. no idea who you are, but they follow you on Twitter, so, so it's fine. No, I don't. So back on topic, I I th- I think it's awesome. I I really do think that she is. She's coming. Little. She's obviously coming back in some way. Yeah. But the way independently. That she's, yeah, that is what's crazy to me. Um, like we got like so the blaze had a lot of news lately because it came out I think in the Hollywood Reporter and it was a really negative type sounding ad God don't even get me started on those stupid headlines uh, ridiculous but it was it, so we so the blaze TV is stepping away from linear TV from cable from cable right right not from linear TV from cable mm-hmm. and um, so basically we just kind of put it out there saying hey guys we're gonna you know we're, we're not renewing our contract right like someone they, leaked they, that to them yeah and they're like oh my gosh as if to say things were bad exactly like no we that was a choice that was a business decision that we made because big cable is dying yeah i mean <laughs> we that's how so because of the our listenership we don't need to be beholden to cable companies anymore we don't need them exactly it's completely on our own and that's like the the that's what we're seeing how in trouble, like channels like CNN are, yep. or MSNBC, mm-hmm. even Fox, mm-hmm. like all of these, like all of these, like uh, big media companies, they're in serious trouble. Yeah, they are on this like platform that is tied to cable companies. But as you can see with Megyn Kelly, they're these they're landing big high level interviews. Mm-hmm. They're not go. They didn't run they to Fox. She doesn't need. She doesn't need Fox to do these interviews. She like. We don't need them anymore. Nobody needs them anymore. It's all digital. I can't even imagine how many people are listening or watching this right now on an app because they decided to cut their cord because cable is way too freaking expensive for what you get. Yeah. We, that's, a, that's a good business decision. Our first, I didn't look at the numbers for all of our specials that we've been doing over the past few weeks, but our first one had, it was somewhere around 3 million people watching that mm-hmm. three million mm-hmm. now go take a look at the viewership on cable news yeah. don't, don't actually don't look at cnn actually do it if you want to crack up yeah. but they're not pulling those numbers no and this is all through digital i don't know it's uh, maybe this is not i don't know maybe this is not like uh interesting news to like 
most of the people listening do right now. I mean, they're listening on Blaze but Network, the, so I would hope that they care a little bit. Uh, but but it's, it's, it's interesting. Like, how many people are cutting the cord right now? Have you got? Are you guys? Yeah, we've well. <laughs> Yes, we've cut the cord, but uh, I keep forgetting to call the cable company and actually <laughs> remove the service. So oh, my gosh. We're just paying double right now. Uh, but we we have it all in place, and that was the original plan. I just have 10 million things to do every day and haven't done it yet. But yes. The only thing is you still end up paying almost as much as you were paying because you get like, what is it, like $50 for your internet? And then you then you get like yeah, so the subscriptions a, you want to get, but at right. least you have you have control over that. See, and I think there will come a point where some of these companies are gonna have to do some merging because people are gonna make the decision on okay, do I want to subscribe to that one or do I want to subscribe to that one because I don't want to subscribe to both. And there's gonna have to be some merges now. I will say too, um, you know that Disney Plus that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, we just got a notification that because we were with Verizon that we're getting Disney Plus free for like a year, I think. Got that too. Inclu- yeah, included. Yeah. So then, so that's kind of like a deal being made, right? So I think that the more uh, deals that are made or the more apps that come out, the more streaming services that come out, people are going to have to decide. I mean, look at us. CRTV, we merged with CRTV. Yeah. Because it's like, we, you guys all got to stick together. If you've got your little niche and you've got a streaming service, y'all should probably want to come together right now because I think that is the best business decision that you could make in the streaming world. Well, I think that, yeah, I agree. I I, I think that news outlets ha- have the most to lose here because no one trusts them anymore. Yep. Yep. No one trusts them yep. anymore. Really, the only network that's really positioned, well, there's two networks, I guess, that are positioned because they have such a strong base, Fox and MSNBC. Um, like you know what you're getting with Fox, you know what you're getting with MSNBC, but but places like CNN who have been lying to everyone right. for the longest time on what they really want, you know what they really are. Like that used to be like I used to just assume like back when I was in high school. Oh, like you know CNN, it's CNN. That's, that's the one that's like you know not biased. Yeah, that's where you can go. Right. They can't. They st- they're still saying that. Yeah. But everyone has seen through the veil on that now. Everyone. Yeah. No one trusts them. No. And, you know, it's funny because after 2016, after the election results, they had the opportunity to recalibrate. Right. Like they had the opportunity to do some introspection, to look at themselves and say, okay, maybe the American people are rejecting, you know, our reporting. Maybe they're rejecting our narrative. Maybe we should get back to just reporting the facts and they chose to double down on it instead. Oh my god. It's gosh. incredible. Well, it was either New York Times or Washington Post. They were they said they were doubling down. They were like, "Oh, we're changing now." Yes, we didn't oh, criticize now we're Obama. Changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't criticize Obama, so we're just going to go overdrive in criticizing Trump right. on made-up crap. Right, right. Like, yeah, that, that so that wasn't a very sincere, you know, mea culpa there yeah. at New York Times. No, gosh. which oh, totally shocked that uh, New York Times did not uh, do that morally sound, but I mean, it's just incredible to see them shift. It's not just them, too. It's the Democratic Party. You know what I mean? They they had they played these identity politics games. They uh, released all of these extreme radical policies. And then they didn't win. So then they're like, OK, guys. All right. The American people don't want this. Let's go further. It's incredible. The shift was hilarious too, because well, yeah. like Jason's going to talk us into break. I totally am, but Obama <laughs> op- opposed most of these things. So did Clinton. Yeah. Same-sex marriages, yeah. stuff like that. I know. They're just all and of a sudden, get, and they get free passes too. They just said, "Psych." Yeah.
Oh, that's not entirely inaccurate. I also went to public school. Jason, did you, you went to public school, didn't you? No, I went to private. Oh, well, excuse me, Mr. Elite over here, <laughs> Wait, Mr. Wh- private school. Why did you bring that up? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just that like if you're hosting a, a radio show, usually you should be wearing headphones or something where you can actually hear the intros and the outros. And so then you would hear. Kind of got my own playbook. But mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> you would hear uh, that they just said he went to public school about Steve Dace. Ah. So thank you for making me explain it to you, even though the entire audience already heard it because, <laughs> you know, they're listening and we're just on a live radio program. Thank well, you for that, Jason. That's how I know everything. I just get I, something pops up. I get you to explain it to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're in trouble there if that's the case. Uh, if you want to shout out at us, you can do that on Twitter at Sarah Gonzalez TX. Jason is at Jason Buttrell. Together we are. Hashtag the fill-ins. <laughs> um, so I was telling Jason over the break, by the way, I'm just going to eat on, on air. We've got to go tape after this. I've got a lovely salad right here, and I'm just going to eat it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to eat it. I'm kind of worried that we, I have stuff in my teeth at this point. It was right up to the point where we were just about to come just back. Look in the, just look in the monitor. Everyone else will see it, but at least you can <laughs> fix it. Um, so we talked about, I guess it was two weeks ago, we discussed the seven-year-old transgender girl i hate i hate okay so was born as a boy right he was born as a boy his mom wanted him to be a girl and started dressing him like a girl she claimed that he when he was with her he wanted to be called luna and live as a girl the dad was like yeah he doesn't want to do that when he's over at my house they went through this really big bad custody battle it was really nasty um the jury actually said that they thought that the mom should retain sole custody of the son, who, by the way, is is uh, one of twins. So he has a twin brother who's living as a boy. Um, but the, ju- the judge came back and said, yeah, no, you guys are crazy. Um, no, they're going to they're going to have joint conservatorship and actually gave the dad more time with his son than he was spending previously. This got so dangerously close to something very bad happening. Mm-hmm. I don't <clears throat> I don't even know if it, if that judge would have even intervened if not for our governor. Because yeah. I, rem- I remember the governor saying, hey guys, don't freak out. I've got the attorney general on this. Yeah. We'll, yeah. We're looking into it. Well, now I will say, um, the ju- and I'm not disagreeing with you, but the judge, the judge is actually in some, in a little bit of a, a pickle right now. And I'm kind of disappointed in her just because it's like, why did you not know any better? She apparently reposted on Facebook because she has a Facebook for some reason. Like if you're a judge, don't have social media, I would say. Um, but the mother's attorney is now calling on her to recuse herself because she reposted someone else who had posted the story about this. And the person who now this is social media language. So stick with me. <laughs> it's Facebook. So she's reposting something someone else posted. The person who originally posted the link, I think, said something negative about the mother. The judge reposted this post with the link on it and the negative comment. But her comment was the court's decision, uh, the attorney general and the governor had no impact on the court's decision. So she was just trying to say, 
we weren't influenced by outside sources. My my decision was not because of anyone else. I my decision was my decision. But she reposted someone else who was negative, and so now the mom is saying she needs to recuse herself because she was biased. Yeah, e- even if even it's if like, the why'd you do that? I mean, I think it was fine. I think it was benign. But why even give that? Just give them the ability to say that. Right. Well, I mean, even even and to that point, even even if the governor and uh, and the attorney general did say, hey, right. you should look at this. That doesn't mean that they pressured her exactly into like a certain judgment. Exactly. Just that, hey, this should probably go up the, the you know, the full range of the courts. Right. So that this can be resolved. Right. Right. That's come on. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. And I just wish she wouldn't have done it because I was really happy that the judge actually, uh, you know, was sane enough to not give. This crazy mother who, by the way, apparently in these court documents and court testimony, there was an email that the father provided that said that um, the mother had thought about cutting her son's penis off. So, you know, you're dealing with a really sane, sane individual who definitely should be raising a child. What is up with this lady? Oh, my. And what is up with the jury who wanted to actually give her sole custody in texas of all places well where in texas was this do we know that it was in i think it was was it houston no it was in dfw shut up i'm not kidding i'm not kidding it was in dfw i swear it was in dfw are you looking I mean, I'm yeah, just on this one article that we had open, but I, I don't see that. It yeah, I don't it see there. it on there. No, I'm I am fairly certain that it was DFW because I remember when I first read about it, and then I I read the suburb that they lived in, and I was like, holy crap, that's in DFW. Well, um, I don't. Well, I say I say air quoted Texas because there are a lot of places that aren't Texas anymore. I mean, there are a lot of school systems too that are being infiltrated by liberals. If you think you live in some red district, you better check out your uh, your school district. You better check out the 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 members of that uh, the school board because the all the liberals are infiltrating all of the school boards. Oh, dude, it's all like, of them. And and it, I think it's it's a, the national strategy also is to run a lot of these radicals. At the lower state level. So like, you know, mm-hmm. like it, all the way down to the county level, they're trying to, and uh, it's, it's not only just like a state congressman uh, or senators, it's also like, you know, your national representatives, obviously, but to go even under the radar of that, they're also running like uh, attorney generals, district attorneys. Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking into that for another project that we're, that we're working on and that's blowing me away. Yeah. It's like how many how many times have you been like, oh, it's an election. I better go run down there and make sure I vote for the district attorney that exactly. has been on my radar. No, no, you don't. You just like you don't even pay attention to that. Nope. And that's why I'm saying you guys better look into it because they are infiltrating and you have no idea unless you're paying attention. Um, but uh, I think a happy update. I think that you will agree a happy update to this particular story of this poor seven year old boy who is being. Uh, abused, mentally abused by his mother. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. It's child abuse. I'm just kidding. Most of you probably agree with me. But (laughs) anytime I say it on the internet in any of my videos, the left goes crazy and calls me all sorts of names for actually saying that a seven-year-old, oh, I'm sorry, a three-year-old, because this is when the mother claims that he decided he wanted to live as a girl. The three-year-old doesn't have the capability to process gender transition. I'm told I'm some hateful bigot. Whatever. Um, But this seven-year-old 
now that he has spent more, he is spending more time with his father, he decided that he was going to um, start wearing boy clothes and, and dressing as a boy when he goes to school now. So um, I think we might have a picture of it, but uh, he he wore this cute little button up and, and slacks and uh, they posted a picture on their little Facebook post, Facebook page that they have. And I just, there he is. It's so, how, how happy does he look? That's the thing. It's like, okay, because you could argue, oh, the father, and, and by the way, for those of you who are watching and can see this picture, he's, he is, that's him by himself. Next to it at the top is him and his brother. And then the bottom is um, them with their father going to church. And they're all dressed as males because they're all males. Um, you know, you could say if you were on the left, you could say, oh, well, he's just making him wear those boy clothes and he doesn't like it. Look at that face. Look at that face. That is the face of a boy who is relieved. That is the face of a boy who is comfortable in his own skin and his clothes. Am I wrong, Jason? Looks happy to me. In fact, his twin looks like, why are you taking this picture, Dad? He's he's like... (laughs) His twin is not about it. The little boy is like... Yes, this is me. I'm ha- that is not a, a seven year old cannot hide. I think their their facial. You know what I mean? Like when my son doesn't want to take a picture, you can see pretty dang obvious. You know, in the picture when he doesn't want to take a picture, when he's not feeling it, if he's in a bad mood, whatever. Seven year olds, I don't think can do that very well. He looks really happy. So ridiculous for the uh, for the for the radicals that were jumping all, all over this on social media. Like, how dare you? You know what I mean? Like that little boy knows exactly what, you know, all this crap. And then for this to come out and basically prove Mm -hmm. that all of that was Mm -hmm. a huge, giant, concocted scheme and lie Mm -hmm. by his insane mother. She should be locked up. Seriously. There is something seriously wrong with her. Especially after this right here. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. If if I was his father, I would tell the principal and the, the, what are the, the counselor or whatever, the school counselor. Could you please document, you yeah. know, is he happy? You yep. know, does, is he obviously like wear, uh, acting like a boy wearing boy clothes all the time under his own, yep. you yep. know, uh, stop, you know, option? Well, like, document all of this so I can use this against this psychotic woman. Well, apparently there had been some he had been kind of having some problems in school previously. He had been there had been some disruptive moments. And apparently, yeah, I know. Because of what the mother was making him do? Exactly. Well, so now they also reported that the principal said zero issues, totally stress-free day. It was a great day. There were no disruptions. Huh. Coincidentally, when he dresses as a boy because his mom's messed up his head, coincidentally, now all of a sudden he's fine and there's no disruptions in the classroom. Imagine that. Yeah. It's almost as if his mother was pushing him into it which is totally indicated by the video, the video of him at three saying, mommy told me I was a girl. (laughs) Insane. Such an insane world that we are living in. And by the way, you know, I said, I mentioned he had a twin. You know, the mom wasn't seeking, uh, the, the mom only wanted sole custody of this one. She didn't want sole custody of the other one, which is odd to me as a mother. Like they don't. He, they don't look like twins at all. I know, but like if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, I mean, there is a what is it? Fraternal twins. Fraternal twins. You don't have to be identical. Mm. But if you shut up, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Megan Kelly, why are you not following me? I'm way smarter than this guy over here who doesn't even understand the difference. Okay, Megan? Follow me at Sarah Gonzalez no, TX. Megan, don't. It'll cheapen my victory here. <laughs> what? No, Megan. Wow, what a misogynist. <laughs> what a misogynist. Don't you know, Jason, in 2019, you can't criticize a woman? That's uh, true. You can't criticize a woman, I'm you so misogynist. Screwed. I have the vagina shield, remember? <laughs> I'm so screwed. Um, No, but I mean, it, it, as a mother, it's like, why do you, you just want custody of the one twin? Like, don't don't you want the them siblings to be together? Wouldn't you want that? I don't know. No, nah, because one, she had been cultivating for a long time. He was probably... More submissive than his brother yeah. was on that. He probably pushed back. So she was like, no, I'm going to go. She wanted a girl. She wanted a, yeah. Going to get that girl however she wanted it. Wanted a girl and she probably just wanted a, a, a chance to make a statement and become, you know, one of these people like, like that, like the family that parades their kid around in like strip clubs while, while they uh, dress him up as a Desmond. drag. Desmond yeah. is amazing as his stage name. Come on. That kid is going to be that kid. And t- let me just preface this with. I have so much sympathy towards this kid. I don't blame the kid. I'm not attacking the kid in any way. This is not his fault. I can't imagine him living to 18. I cannot imagine him living to 18. That kid is going to die. He's going to either kill himself or he's going to overdose on drugs. Did you see that YouTube video that uh, surfaced a couple months ago of him and some drag adult drag queen talking about using drugs? Oh, yeah. 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 What was it? Ketamine? Yeah. Like, what is he, 11? There's no, I'm like, there's no way this kid survives into adulthood. There's absolutely no way. And that will be entirely the fault of his parents. But saying that is 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 bigotry in itself, Jason. You can't say that. I'd say we would not be at the point that we're at right now if it wouldn't have been for the Obama administration doing, basically kickstarting all this crap off. Like, they're the ones. With the school stuff? Well, no, no, no. With the, with the entire like you know, v- bringing out like small what they said marginalized you know groups were, and trying to like say like their victim status is so great that yeah. we all have to you know rally behind it, write laws to protect them, and then yeah. But like, I mean, did that? I don't think it existed no. before then. I, it, and it, but it probably was the bathroom stuff, right? Like, is what kind of was the catalyst for this. But it is very bizarre when you think about the percentage of people in the country who are actually transgender is so tiny, yet it's like the biggest issue plaguing our nation is whether or not everyone is inclusive to to transgender people. It's not even it's not even gay people anymore. It, there's, there's a separation now with LGB is kind of in its own territory and camp, and then the T's have just taken it and run with it. And it is really bizarre to see everyone so fearful of such a tiny, tiny, tiny group. How is it that they have the loudest voice? Well, I mean, they've got the media and they've got, you know, an entire political party, you know, behind them to trumpet the cause. I mean, they it's exactly what it was for. They've been they've been picking a certain group that they that they say, look, we are protecting this group. That's why we are so virtuous. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate to sound like a broken record but again a lot of that began under LBJ you know that time frame uh but it's 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 perpetuated and when the you know LGB whatever elemental p thing started to become like a force that they thought that they, they could did. turn into this large oppressed group that's when they all flip-flopped yeah. and that's when Obama was all of a sudden hey I'm changing my mind 
And then all of a sudden, Hillary Clinton was running ads saying, yeah, this is something we should be going, you know, uh, you know, gay marriage is what, you know, should be the national policy. And Republicans suck because they had a golden opportunity at that point to say, no, like we completely agree. Mm-hmm. We should not be in this business. Right. This is none right. of our business. Right. Marriage is not the government's job. You shouldn't have to pay the government to get a marriage license. Right. That's dumb. <laughs> that's not, I don't, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, that was their golden opportunity, but they completely blew it. I mean, everybody, it almost seems like the GOP now is filled with a bunch of idiots. Like, absolute idiots. They, yeah. L- missing opportunities like that. It's true. I, it's true. I don't know. I've almost, I've almost had it with them. I, re- I really have. Um, yeah, I've noticed. Uh, but it, it really is. It's so interesting to me just to see how uh, the transgender community has shifted a lot of people on the left's beliefs into believing all of these really bizarre non-truths. Like, did you see that guy who was complaining on Vice.com? I think the Blaze.com did a, did a story on this. I'm sorry. Transgender man. So woman, born a woman. Does not have any junk down there, right? Born a woman, still a woman. I think taking hormones to grow a beard and stuff to try to look more like a man, but still a woman down there. Um, and he wrote this op-ed. She, whatever, I'm going to get hate either way. Shim wrote this op-ed uh, about how... That was one of the three stooges. By <laughs> how um, he couldn't understand why all of the women that he would go out on dates with... Once they found out that he was transgender, they ghosted him. And he was just like, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. He he, he sent a, a question into Reddit for help because he genuinely didn't understand. And he said, I think that there's a lot of um, misunderstanding and misinformation and brainwashing that goes on for these women to not understand. Oh, my God. And also in dating, trans people are held to much higher standards than everyone else is held to. I'm like. <laughs> No, you just kind of need the parts. (laughs) And if these women wanted to date another woman, they would just be lesbians. Right? What am I missing? What am I missing? I I don't know. It seems like maybe what he's getting to is, oh, the reason that they're is because they're all these bigots. You know that are right, oppressing but me. Like, but like, what's funny is what I mean, happened to wanting having your own sexual preference. What happened to to accepting everyone's sexual preference? Oh, and and dating is the most selective thing ever. Like, people will yes. like, like, oh, you're bald. Okay, no, like, right? No, I, no, I, I only like I only like blondes. And, and so, you know, right? Exactly. And but something like this, you think that of course that's going to be a big deal. Like that. That's kind of that kind of comes with the territory of being a heterosexual woman. Is that you appreciate male anatomy? I'm just gonna say it. That's kind of that's kind of like probably the the number one thing of being a heterosexual woman. So oh, and also <laughs> procreating. But hey, what do I know? I'm just some hateful bigot, uh, misogynist against myself. Apparently, yeah, that was a real thing that was also said. And racist, racist, yeah, against myself, mm-hmm. self-loathing Hispanic. All the things, intersectionality, wreck, car crash, whatever. It's been fun. We'll see you guys Monday. (laughs) This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.